The Secrets of Stargate is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. The Secrets of Stargate, Episode 81. General West, Jackson has identified the seventh symbol. All right, here we go. We are about to try to make a connection. All we got to do is bust out of here. Commandeer the ship and fly on home. Indeed. say that a lot. I know that this could be dangerous. But this is our job, right? It's what we signed on to do. It was never about going home. It's about getting us to where we're going. Hello and welcome to The Secrets of Stargate, where we talk about the hidden meanings and deeper layers found in the Stargate movies and series, including SG-1, Atlantis, Universe, and more. I'm Father Corey Stika. With me today are Lisa Jones and Victor Lambs. Howdy, Lisa. Hey, Father Corey. And howdy, Victor. Howdy do, Father Corey. Before we begin, I'd like to invite you to join our Discord server. We're having a lot of fun there. And you can get your invite at sqpn.com slash Discord. And if you want to show off that you how much you love the Secrets of Stargate and the other StarQuest shows, you can go to sqpn.com slash merch and get your t-shirts mugs stickers and much much more so you can show the whole world how great our stuff is our stuff is pretty great our stuff is pretty great (laughs) today we are discussing absolute power the 17th episode from the fourth season of stargate sg1 so it's been a year since daniel jackson found the harcesis child and the ascendant ancient oma took him away Now the child Shifu has grown by at least 10 years thanks to the wonderful aging nanobots that previously infected Jack and turned him into an old man. In trying to convince Shifu to share the Gwald genetic memory that he holds, Daniel is knocked out and Shifu shares enough knowledge to create an anti-Gwald defensive satellite system. Over the course of the next year that it takes to develop this system, Daniel becomes more controlling and power-hungry like a good Gwald to the point of destroying Moscow in response to Russian opposition to the now-revealed satellite program. Of course, the entire year is actually just a dream that Shifu uses to teach Daniel the dangers of gold knowledge. Daniel wakes up in time for Shifu to turn into an energy being and return through the Stargate. And now Victor has gotten us canceled in Russia (laughs) because he showed the picture of Moscow being destroyed. So, Victor, what do you think of this episode? I, I like it. Um, I, I like the kind of, you know, dark Daniel future that it, that it shows. <laughs> I think it cuts the legs out from underneath itself in a couple of ways, just in terms of how the story is structured. We can get into that a little bit, a little bit more. We're, we're, we're never really doubting that Daniel's in a dream world to even set that up by referencing um, forever in a day at the beginning of it. Uh, the last time Daniel was, was uh, in a dream. Um, that gave him an alternate version of the future. So there, there are some ways that they could have structured the story that would have been a lot more impactful and would have been a lot cooler for the audience. Um, but the you know the Daniel goes evil stuff is is pretty cool. That um, I think it's about you know twenty two minutes out of the forty two minutes is is pretty good. The other stuff around the the edges is kind of is kind of filler. Um, but it has a it has an interesting message. Which is, you know, if you consort with, you know, Gould and try to gain their knowledge, you you will become that. So it's a very strange game, and the only way to win is not to play. Yep. How about you, Lisa? 
Okay, my uh, I'm gonna. I watched it with my 16 year old who had. She said she'd never seen this episode before, and so she's gonna take issue with a little bit of what you said, Victor. Uh, but the first thing she told me to say was this episode was so slay. That's what she said. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, wow. She a slay guy loved this episode, uh, <laughs> and she did not see it coming that it was a dream. Okay, so you said it was obvious, but for the those of us, oh, well, not me, but those of people like my daughter who aren't obsessed with Stargate, she didn't see it coming. So, and she was, she absolutely loved it. She loved evil Daniel, Daniel on the dark side, cold calculating. Um, oh, she just, yeah, she loved that. And then of course she loves everything. Daniel Jackson, which yeah. <laughs> she yeah. and I can disagree, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was kind of fun watching it with her because I've seen this episode so many times. So it's hard to remember what it felt like the first time to watch it. Um, and it's neat the second, third, 15th time around because you know what's coming and you you know all those little twists and turns and you can appreciate um, kind of the layers of the episode. But for her, not realizing it and watching Shifu and then watching Daniel become evil and they'd be like, but wait, <gasps> what did he do? Wait a minute, what's he doing? And um, And then watching the team members all, you know, him turn against the team members really so she she loved it and then for him to wake up and be his sweet self that was <laughs> back to normal yeah yeah and have all this knowledge and everyone's listening to him so certain things i found irritating she adored so that's my 16 yeah. year old's uh, review yeah. i have to admit it, it kind of almost felt like they woke up you know as they're in the writing room going well we need to figure out episodes for our fourth season Oh, wait, we've got this Harcesis character. We better yeah. fit that in there, you know, at least once, because we don't see him again. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's talked about, you know, you hear about him, but you don't ever see him again. He's disappeared off the face of the earth. And it's like, oh, yeah, we better just at least close that plot line and just move on, you know. Mm -hmm. But but it is, you know, it, it it is a good way to handle it of what would happen if, you know, instead yeah. of doing an alternate timeline, instead, this is, you know, just Daniel having a couple hours of a nap, basically. I mean, we don't know. We don't know how long Daniel's out, but you can assume it was, you know, a day maybe because long enough to get a hold of the Tokra and get the uh, Tokra, uh, uh, true light detector, detector, light detector, yes. you, know, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it was, there was some time that he was out, but he wasn't out for, you know, weeks or months or even yeah. a year. It was just, mm -hmm. you know, for a day or two for a little while. Um, so that was. You know, that that was, again, a good way to handle it. So you don't have the, oh, no, we got to, you know, after we just had an episode where we have to go back and clean up the last 10 years, now we got to go back and clean up the last <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah. You know, it doesn't quite work. You know, that won't quite work as well. So this is another good alternate. I, I, I did like this one. I did mm -hmm. like the fact that they went back to the Harcisa Har child and all that. And um, the golden yeah, child. Of course, was that the golden child? Yeah, exactly. I kept expecting to see Eddie Murphy come and go like, yeah, I want the knife. Can I have the knife, please? It's a, it's a funny movie or, uh, or him to jump on a giant flying buffalo and go, appa, yip, yip. Like, yeah, exactly. That's something. more what I felt it was yeah. more, more like, you know, avatar, but, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, of course he's speaking in the, uh, the parables or the however coins, you want to put yeah. it, mm -hmm. the coins of, of, you know, and it, and, I love Jack at the beginning there saying, well, I think he's saying that, you know, you're a good, strong leader and yeah. I don't know. And, and Daniel just kind of goes, uh. <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> yeah, it did get a convoluted, but it is very good to have a big, strong. Anyways, um, as, we, as, 
as we go along here. Yeah, no, it's it is. Yeah, I I still. It the way it's structured, it's very uneven. It's because we get twelve minutes of Daniel, you know, rapping with the Harsesis, and then all of a sudden he's like, you know, has the mojo put in him, and we get this like twenty minute like it's a wonderful life instead of it's like Mary, don't you know me? It's like Mary, I'm gonna nuke Russia. But um, yeah, but uh, and then uh, that was my Jimmy Stewart impression that for was, anybody. Don't ever do pretty, that again. No, I won't do that one again. <laughs> <laughs> Zanger's pedals, but um. But, uh, yeah. And and then, so, I mean, what, the way I would have done this is we would have started with them working on the satellites and we would have thought, oh yeah, Carter's working on a satellite, but then eventually it becomes known that Daniel's like the brains behind it. So the audience is like, oh, what's going on? Daniel's the brain behind it. And then like maybe in flashbacks, we would have seen, oh, we found a Harsis's child. And then, you know, maybe at the 30 minute mark, oh, the Harsis's child was trying to teach Daniel something. And then at the 40 minute mark, oh, the Harsis's child put Daniel into a coma and that's why the past 40 minutes have been playing out the way they have. And then they woke up because the thing with the Tok'ra and the Zatark detector, that felt like very tacked on at the end. It's like, you don't need mm-hmm. to have that there. Daniel can just wake up and say like, oh, I know what you were teaching me. Oh, your name is Shifu. That means teacher in Chinese. Okay. So dreams teach. Oh, well, that we just said that like at the beginning of the episode. So yeah. I, yeah I, and then, I, and then, so, but, but I would have done it. I would have like meted out the part with the Harsesis a little bit more so that the audience mm-hmm. really didn't know what was going on. And like, Oh, we're developing satellite weapons. Oh, Daniel's the one developing satellite weapons. Oh, where's Tilk? So now Tilk didn't show up a lot in this episode, and he was uh, talked about basically that he had died, that something had happened to him. But there was more that supposedly that originally was written into the episode. Yeah, that's right. There was a uh, scene that was actually written in and and filmed and then cut from the episode. Because I think it was uh, viewed to be just a little too dark uh, for the episode. It's later revealed that Daniel has kidnapped Teal'c and is keeping him uh, cloistered away and basically extracting the Naquita from Teal'c's blood or or giving himself transfuse, giving Daniel himself uh, transfusions of Teal'c's blood in order to, um, you know, put the Naquita into Daniel's blood so that he can activate some of the Gould technology. And uh, and so that's why we don't see Teal'c for most of this episode. There was actually a scene where uh, we saw Teal'c in, in um, Daniel's lair. But for the most part, it's, it's you know, when Daniel interacts with the other members of the team, he plays it off like, you know, there was an accident or something. And, mm-hmm. and, and Teal'c met with an unfortunate uh, premature demise. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, rather dark for the, for the show. Well, if you think yeah. about it, the, the description I read was tortured. So mm-hmm. how horrible... Is that to think about them showing one team member torturing the other team member and then then Jack and Sam finding out. But then how then do you have Jack walk in at the end of this episode? Like it's everything's OK. So I'm yeah. I'm glad they cut it out. I really we, we already had to being mm-hmm. tortured by gold a couple of weeks ago. I, I don't need mm-hmm. to see Daniel torturing him. That sounds horrible so yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) you know and of course all all we know is that daniel had a mission for tilk Mm -hmm. and then tilk disappears and we don't hear anything from him again um so it's well okay the the obvious conclusion is he died on that mission right and it was must have been something something tragic and of course you know there was daniel was blamed because of it well obviously it was much more so and we get it we get a hint of this um when when you know daniel's doing some translations and calls Tealkin from deep uh, Kelnarim 
and says, hey, mm-hmm. I, you come in here. And Tilk's like, okay, but I was in deep Kelnarine. What, what do you want? And he's like, what do you think about this word there? And Tilk's like, oh, yeah, you know, translates it. And Daniel's like, yeah, that's what I thought. And then as Tilk walks out, Daniel, like, looks at him and says, hmm, I wonder if I could, you didn't say this, but you can just kind of see the <laughs> wheels. He's like, I wonder if I could use his yep. blood to put an aqueduct in my blood. <laughs> well, well you- and I think they showed him using the torturing him or something right oh yeah yeah and the well, vision, there's, right, yeah. there's a flash a little flashback scene yeah you know because a couple of those in there where where he's visioning you know torturing tilk as he's kneeling before him yeah you know Shova, kneel before me you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> but <laughs> but no it, it is i like i said earlier I, I think this is a they did a good job of uh how they handled this, where mm-hmm. it was all through just a dream. Um, and also it was a good way to, to close off the, the whole Harcesis, the whole Sharae, uh plot line where that's, that's pretty much done yeah. now. You know, we don't, we don't hear about it again. It's, it's, they've pretty well just closed that, that thread. Right. Cause think about if that was still hanging out there, the idea that there's a child out there, you know, we'd said that the child gave Daniel purpose. Shari was dead. So then he needed his new, I need something to fight for. But the idea of a mm-hmm. child being out there who could defeat the Gould with all of the knowledge of the Gould, it's it for a TV show it's almost too easy, right? To be able yeah. to find that one person that so I'm I'm glad they wrapped it up and mm-hmm. kept moving because then it allows them to, you know, kind of to keep keep fighting the Gould and develop them. Yeah. As the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and one thing it shows too that with the having the knowledge isn't innocent, you right. also get the evil yeah. of the gold, right. which sounds like a Doctor Who episode. But <laughs> <laughs> evil of the Daleks and the evil of the gold. Yeah. No, um, but you know yeah. that that they're evil partially because of the knowledge that they have that's passed on from generation to generation. Right. Yeah, it, it's interesting too because this is uh, you know the first time. You know, we've seen Oma Dasala as kind of like the the energy squid, you know, being and stuff. <laughs> but um, you know, the Harcesis child is is the child of two Goulds or you know, two human hosts and I don't know how that works. But mm-hmm. um anyways, it's, <laughs> he's not like an ascended being or as we would know them later as ancient. So it's kind of the first glimpse we have that you don't have to be, you know, of whatever race Oma Dasala is in order to mm-hmm. ascend as they'll call it, you know, and become yeah. an, an energy being and stuff. So that, you know, will come back later on at, at the end of next season, but it does kind of set up that, you know, non, you know, ascended beings can become ascended beings. Right. Mm, and as we find out how Oma and her race became yeah. who they are today is because they were just like us more or less and had developed to that point where they could ascend. So. Mm-hmm. Now, do we want to talk about the the I jokingly call it, but the you know the evil James Bond lair that he had? I thought that was I know, liked it. Yeah, he had a I did lot too. of staff, a lot of yeah. staff. Yeah, he, he, the credits there are uh, right tech, left tech, and rear tech. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so one of the one of the technicians was Yi Ji So Yi Ji So, who was on uh, the Doctor Who nineteen ninety six yep. movie uh, as Chang Lee. So he was kind of the companion, the kid that was kind of a companion of the the doctor in that one. So it was kind of cool to see him. But you know, it, you can see Daniel because, of course, you know he's he's thinking like a Gwauld. He's 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 in this dream and becoming basically a Gwauld without actually having the larva. And so, yeah, of course they have to have the the, the super bunker where they're gonna you know control everything and take over the the country and everything. So of course you had to have this cool bunker. 
$80 billion or $160 billion, and then they had to speed up the project, but he still got his little chair on the monorail that goes out to the middle of the, <laughs> the room, too. And he didn't have the cat, though. No, no, no cat that he was sitting there petting, you know. Yeah, right. But that is a very good scene. I think that scene kind of makes the whole episode. If I remember nothing else from this episode, it's that scene where, you know, Jack is trying to talk to him, and meanwhile, his technicians... They appear to be like mindless, like the like the guys in the Flash Gordon movie are just kind of plugged in and like reading things mm-hmm. off the the monitor and stuff. And um, you know, General Vadrina is there, and Vadrina first is like very enthusiastic. It's like, yes, we know the Russians are going to try and nuke us if we launch this thing. We anticipated that. And and there's a nice scene where Daniel is like doing his like cold calculations and stuff. And Vadrina is like General Vadrina is like huge, or Chief of Staff Vadrina is mm-hmm. very huge on the monitor behind him, out of focus. And he's talking and he's the monitor is still out of focus and Daniel is still in focus just so you can focus on Daniel and, and not so much on Vidri- And it's just really it's just really effective. So I like yeah. that scene a, a lot. Yeah, they, they, And it really showed how far Daniel had gone, you know, of course, mm-hmm. just before that, you know, that he had uh, Sam arrested and trying to make her sound like she was nuts because she figured out what was going mm-hmm. on yeah. as Sam would. You know, she'd be right. looking at all this stuff. It's like you're really making a weapon to control the earth, not just to defend the earth. Right. And. Dan's like, oh, of course not. Now let me nuke Moscow, you know, (laughs) yeah, because they don't agree with us. Well, you know, it's funny. You think about how do you, you know, how do you do that? Then you think about, oh, the way government contracts work and people don't know. There's so much going on and money and, you know, I forgot what they called it, where you, oh, I can't remember the phrasing. Oh, um, yeah, the the limited, that, yeah, the division of labor or whatever they call it. Yeah, the, um, division yeah. of resources, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was, I really liked that because I thought that, you know what? There's all the conspiracy theories and everything else that mm-hmm. goes on. You're like, that is how those things are plausible is because oh, yeah. no one person knows everything that's going on. Except for Carter, yeah, so of course. You've got, you've got one group of people that's making the super lasers. And mm-hmm. they don't know what the super lasers are being made for. They just know, hey, we've got this cool new weapon technology that we have to build. And we have to build, you know, hundreds of yeah. them. Mm-hmm. So we build hundreds of them. One person's oh. building the casing. What's this casing for? Well, some satellite. What's going in the satellite? Well, we just build the casing. Who cares? You know, and so on and so yep. on. And the missiles. You know, Elon Musk is by doing the Starlink missiles. Now, uh, <laughs> actually, it was kind of funny. Those look like the, the Falcon 9 rockets yeah they they did yeah they looked like the falcon they, they looked 9, like yeah. the falcon 9 rockets and of course you, know, you had all these satellites coming out so it's like oh it's starlink with lasers <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then I, we get to see major davis in this episode too mm-hmm. and he's the one who you know shows up with the project and stuff and says how much it'll cost and yep. you know tries to stand up to to daniel and then we don't see him anymore in the episode so i think major davis was probably uh maybe disappeared as well yeah, yep, um, exactly. he didn't. He didn't get Daniel's uh, all his personal requests no requirements. Done timely, yeah. right? Yep. Which is uh, a very nice house, and um, yeah. Mm. So it was Bun- yeah. bunker with bunker with ring transports. You know, oh, yeah. you know elevators are too bulky. You know, they're too ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> too much trouble. That's right. <laughs> I just love that he came down in his robe in his pajamas. Yep. yep. You know, it just it just to me it just showed what he what he thought of his authority, right? Mm-hmm. He wakes wakes up, comes out of bed, and he, they said the Joint Chiefs are waiting for your briefing, your 9 a.m. Yep. briefing. The fact that they're sitting there waiting for him, and he's just like, oh, you know, I, I thought that was really well done in how they conveyed his arrogance. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that he he had more control than even the president, of the United mm-hmm. States. You know, and yeah, he could just get up and I, I love that too. That uh, Shifu was sitting there eating Fruit Loops. Yes. Yeah. You know, breakfast was oh, the best yeah. meal of the day. Oh, I'm gonna teach that and television. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> became a became a normal child. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot of normalcy there. That was that was kind of a cool. And it was fruit just loops. to throw him in there that he wasn't he wasn't gone he was still there you yeah know? yeah because you hadn't seen him this whole time but and it was fruit loops little little nod to uh window of opportunity yep yeah one thing one thing i did like is that when sam has been thrown in jail and um jack comes to visit her and the two of them are talking and uh, my first thought was this is daniel's dream how come we're seeing you know jack and daniel talking to each other you know, Daniel's not there. And then we pan back and Daniel's watching them on the surveillance yep. footage. I was like, ah, oh, okay, that's, that's good. They thought of that. Yeah. yeah. Of course, of course they use the same set that may, or the same jail that Mayborn yeah. was thrown into being the same <laughs> set, but you know, it was the same exact jail cell that Mayborn was in. Well, cause you think about it, if it wasn't Daniel's dream sequence, then you sit there, that conversation with Jack and Sam, if it was really the two of them, that's not how that mm-hmm. conversation would go. Because I don't think she would sit there and take it that he didn't believe her at all and that he didn't right. wonder what happened to Teal'c or, you know, I mean, that he just seems so nonchalant. Everything's oh, he's fine. You know, Daniel, he's a little weird, but, you know, yeah. all of that seemed very out of character for the two of them. And so having them being watched and realizing it's Daniel's dream made it make sense. Yeah. yeah, and Jack would realize that he's under surveillance, too, I think. So he would have to be kind of well, cagey. Yeah. yeah, but he didn't, they didn't have them give us the nod of like yeah, looking yeah, up at a camera right. or like, it's okay. You know, none of that. So that was And it make, makes nice. you wonder kind of uh, the whole, like, if that's what Daniel thinks of, of Jack, you know, um, that, that he just kind of, oh, well, let it go. Eh, yeah. Smile and laugh about it and move on, which, of course, that's not how Jack would have been. You know, Jack no. would have been upset about it. Well, and that's what Daniel says. You never were that bright. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think that shows in Daniel's arrogance. It's like, yeah, I'm the smart one. Carter's pretty smart. So we've got to get rid of her. But Jack, nobody's actually worried about Jack because he's too stupid to figure any of this out. It's fine. Exactly. He's just, you know, of course, he's going to carry a gun in and not going to realize that security is going to, you know, frisk him on the way in, you know, and stuff like that. It's like, no, I think Jack, Jack would be very well aware of that. He would be, you know, if anything, he'd be seeing how thinking how dumb you are to allow it in the first place yeah yeah so that personal shield was a nice touch yeah, yeah. The, the gold shield the one yeah. part of gold the one yeah the one piece of gold technology they can get working <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> without the naquita yep right right that was right. good so it was interesting watching jack have such a problem with daniel being gung-ho about really fulfilling their mission I mean, if you think about it, mm-hmm. their mission is to bring back gold, bring back any technology that helps them strengthen Earth and defeat the gold. And so Daniel's doing that, and Jack's the one that's pushing back against him. So yeah. it was it was kind of a nice turnabout there. That and, and Daniel flat out calls it. You know, it's like you're you're just you're just mad because I'm the one who's mm-hmm. pushing for this and not you. You know, yeah. So that was no, that was that was a good a nice one, good little touch that the uh, turnabout's fair play kind of thing. Yeah, my my daughter said that. Uh, the two of them are checks and balances mm-hmm. in morality. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That, yeah. And so she said that Daniel's becoming evil and well, cold and calculating and 
lost his morality, his central, that it, it disrupted their check and balance system. That's mm-hmm. She even, she paused it to tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so anything else you, you guys want to share about this one? Uh, Daniel did raid Apophis's wardrobe for that oh, little scene. Oh, I totally well, didn't was, catch that. Where, where well, he, the, yeah, there was the, the dream sequence where he's... The dream within a dream. Yeah. <laughs> where he's, he's, he's envisioning himself doing the, 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 oh, okay, the yeah, hand, yeah. hand device yeah. to Apophis. Right, right. And then they, they pan over to him. And, I mean, he's got the robes and all of the you yeah. know fancy stuff. I, we didn't talk about that. Those were... I liked those. Those were nice little interjections to show mm-hmm. the transition of him to feeling... Uh, kind of what Sifu warned about that you it's hard yep. to have these memories without the evil taking over and he didn't right. act on them right away but he was experiencing them so that yeah, was cause they show him they show him you know having Tilk kneel in front of him yeah. and Apophis getting getting hand device and Sam getting the the, the stun stick the the glowy eye mouth yeah uh, cattle prod <laughs> so yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, so there's got to be a still somewhere out there on the internet, and I haven't looked for it yet, of Daniel dressed up like basically a Apophis in his yeah. robes. It goes by pretty quick. You, don't, you only yeah. see him just long enough to recognize, oh, that's Daniel, and mm-hmm. then he, he yeah. flashes back to normal dream. Right. Yeah, I mean, these, these space squids, these uh, ascended, you know, ancient space squids, they, they, they have like one one trick, and that's at the end of the episode. They just like beeline for the Stargate and like... Yep. <laughs> take off because they're too powerful to stay to stay on the show but we do get a another floating head as, as Sifu is like bye and yep. um floating his head floating in the energy and he just like you know yeah. like ascends out of there but yeah well very good yeah so now do we have some titles for this one? Oh, we do we have uh <laughs> i picked three of them let me uh let me get those guys here yeah so i thought we'd uh start with with portuguese uh first and uh, most of these are just absolute power uh, translated into the ver- uh, respective languages. So for Portuguese, sure. we get poder absoluto, um, which which sounds like it could be a pretty cool like bossa nova song. <laughs> um, in Russia, uh, you know, uh, rest in peace, Moscow. In this episode, we get yeah. uh, ab- absolute power, um, absolution naflatsia. Mm. Um, and then German, we don't get absolute power. We get uh, because absolute power, I guess, doesn't like works so well there we get um unlimited knowledge um oh. which is unbergrenches wissen so there's your uh there's your languages apologies to anybody who's mm. cherished mother tongue i i just uh <laughs> <laughs> desecrated there but but uh you know i don't write these things they they come from the wiki so you just you just try to pronounce them yes that's, badly. that's my job yes <laughs> Well, very good. And we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of Stargate, including Brian K., James H., Charles K., and Dr. T. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of Stargate in all the shows here at StarQuest. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. Be sure to follow the show on the podcast on your favorite podcast app, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast app. We're also on YouTube at youtube.com slash StarQuest Media. 
Be sure to share the shows as well so that we can grow our audience. We, we want more people to find the secrets of Stargate and all the shows here at StarQuest. So please do share them with your family, your friends, even those you might hate. You share it with them, if nothing else, if you don't like our shows and want to torture them. To find the previous episodes of Secret of Stargate and to send feedback, please visit sqpn.com slash Stargate. Our email for feedback is stargate at sqpn.com. Follow StarQuest on social media at facebook.com slash starquestmedia or on Twitter at SQPN. We'll be back next time when we'll be discussing The Light, the next S episode of SG-1. Until then, Lisa Jones, thank you for joining me in The Secrets of Stargate. Thanks, Father Corey. And Victor Lambs, thank you as well. Thanks, Father Corey, and you assume this is not what I wanted all along. And once again, I'm Father Corey Stika. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of Stargate on StarQuest. Anyway, I'm sorry, but that just happens to be how I feel about it. What do you think? Here's another show on the StarQuest Network you're sure to enjoy. The Secrets of Star Wars. Find it wherever fine podcasts are found or at sqpn.com slash Star Wars.